0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On The Air.
1: Ever wonder about the stories of the women around you? We wanted to create
0: an intentional space for women to share the wisdom they have gained through life experiences. Tune in to be in awe of some of the wonder Woman in our midst. Wondering Woman on ORFM Dunedin.
1: Welcome back Another episode of Wandering Women. We are your hosts, Linnea and Kahurangi, and with us today is one of my friends, our next guest, Mahina Vale. Um, Hi, Mahina, it's super nice to have you on. Sure, thank you for having me. That's really nice to be here. So, um, yeah, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself?
2: Yeah, sure. So, at the moment i'm currently uh living and studying in dunedin i'm actually studying a a bachelor of science majoring in ecology and a bit of marine science thrown in there as well which is pretty cool um so i've sort of grown up on islands which is pretty amazing um so last year what for about 10 years before that I was living on Little Barrier Island a uh, Nature Reserve because my parents are dock rangers so
1: that's was so very cool. cool. That's awesome um yeah when I, I remember when I found that out I was like dang that's so cool um <laughs> could you tell us a bit about what um what was the main sort of focus of the island or I guess you said it's a nature reserve and your parents are dock rangers what was their sort of specialty, Mm. um, and I guess, yeah, why were you guys there?
2: Yeah, so I guess it's because it's a nature reserve, it's a really special spot for wildlife, obviously so um it's people can only go to the island with a permit wow. um yeah so my i guess my parents roles my dad was sort of the main island ranger so making sure nobody landed that wasn't meant to because right. people can obviously bring sort of pests um or even diseases like kauri mm-hmm. die back if they don't quarantine before going out um, um, and then also just checking to make sure no rats or anything like that arrived because it's a sort of predator free island, which is really awesome. Yeah, nice. um, and then my mum was the Kakapo ranger, or still is. Um, so she sort of works with, I believe there's 12 Kakapo there at the moment, um, which is obviously one of our very endangered yeah. uh, native birds. So yeah.
1: Cool. Did you get to. Um help out lots with their work like was that quite a? I, I don't know if like a source of inspiration or just something fun that you got to do
2: mm, yeah definitely got to go out and help check like tracking tunnels and go out on the boat and all nice. sorts of cool things so yeah I guess I sort of grew up surrounded by nature and wildlife yeah. so that inspired me to sort of try and make more places like that I guess
1: for sure what was your favorite part of living on the island or yeah that role
2: Hmm. um I guess like I said before just being surrounded by so many cool species like literally having tuatara uh, in the veggie garden and that's crazy (laughs) yeah um sort of kōkako hopping around on the lawn and just incredible you know sort of shows what can happen if you take the pests and the predators away and the yeah. uh, wildlife just flourishes
0: so. yeah that's so beautiful and it's so cool that mm-hmm. your parents had that job and they looked after our nature and our animals and our environment in that way because it's not only mm. the people you know bringing over pests pesticides diseases and stuff when they don't quarantine and get or obtain the right permit to be able to go to these islands but it's also a lot of mm. people you know they like to go and kill these animals and set up traps mm. and stuff which is really sad to see but it's cool that we have these people in place to be able to protect them. Yeah definitely.
1: Yeah so you're doing um, ecology and marine science and Mahina and I are in well I'm also doing ecology so we're in a lot of the same papers at the mm. moment, which is fun. Mm. Always good to have a study buddy. Um, so, yeah, yeah, what do you have an idea of kind of where you want to go with that degree? I know we get asked this a lot at uni and this is our first <laughs> year. but
0: And know. also, before that, um, what started your interest in wanting to study ecology and marine science as well to be able to help understand where you would like to take it in your future and then in life
2: Mm, so I guess I've always loved especially animals and Mm. just any nature and wildlife in general um, because I guess that's my normal which is pretty cool Um, so I guess just the desire to sort of help protect and conserve the precious um, flora and fauna that we have would be the main inspiration
1: nice yeah and that's so important as well on New Zealand, like we, we learn so much about how we have this incredibly unique wildlife and animals and plants and all that. So it's um I think it's really cool that we get an opportunity to sort of get first hand experience with the various conservation efforts um, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so sort of I guess sort of going back to that, do you see yourself doing a job like your parents in the future or do you see this degree taking you a little bit differently or kind of what are you hoping for
2: yeah I guess I'd definitely like to be working somewhere outdoors sort of doing practical field work and helping conserve those species but I could potentially see myself doing maybe some further research as well so just see how it goes I guess
1: yeah for sure definitely being outdoors is the dream isn't it being able to do all that stuff um mm. is there like a specific animal or plant or place that you would want to work like do you have a real love for like i don't know cockapoo or something else
2: mm. i guess um i do really love birds so oh, yep. the rifleman or the ring; those would nice. probably be my favorite ones just be pretty cool working up in an alpine area looking at yeah. these tiny little birds so
1: yeah <laughs> that would be so cool you could get so much like good tramping in as well
2: mm, yeah work
1: out there <laughs> which i know that you're part of the tramping club so i imagine that tramping is another one of your loves
2: yeah definitely and sort of I guess, climbing and mountaineering yeah.
1: tie in quite nicely. So. Nice, yeah. So you're sort of a an all-around all outdoorsy person, um, it sounds like, which is really cool.
2: Yeah, I definitely love being outdoors and sort of just, I
0: guess, absorbing the energy that nature has. It's mm. really nice. That's amazing. An adventurous with love for nature and animals all around. (laughs) That's so beautiful. When I was younger, I've always Mm -hmm. wanted to kind of um, live in in nature, live in the forest, make a a beautiful tree hut house. (gasps) Yes. 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 And just (laughs) wake up to the birds and just, you know, all of the animals. It's it's a really beautiful dream that I have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool.
1: Are there any other um, things that you're passionate about, Mahina? Either like, I don't know, other kind of issues or activities or, you know, things that you love?
2: Mm. Um, Yeah, I guess it's sort of also really important to look at the, some of the social issues we have, because it's not just about the environment, it's sort of about how, people fit into the environment Mm, and how our society works so we sort of need to be looking at the whole picture when we're trying to conserve the environment and nature
0: but that's such a beautiful way that you just put it you know how we fit into nature not how nature fits in to society Mm -hmm. to our lives or how our environment fits into our lives because there is a big social issue uh, especially with climate change which Mm -hmm. is you know it's a big issue created by people so I fully believe in that as well do you have any Uh, sorry
2: no that's I was just gonna say that I guess a couple of years back I was doing this research project for school and sort of finding out about the big issues surrounding girls and menstruation and how they can't to education always um mm, so especially yeah especially in like third world countries but then even in New Zealand as well um girls missing out on school or university and then also the waste products um are mm, yep. associated with that so I actually started well I had been making these moisturizing creams but I started selling them to sort of try and raise funds to be able to donate some on ul- alternative and reusable menstrual products. So that yeah. sort of I guess the fact that we can environmental issue with the waste. So that's what I'm quite passionate about as well. Yep.
0: That is so cool. Nice. Yeah, and that's so true too, you know, like it's it's about focusing on things that we can't change. You know, mm. um, rather than saying, you know, like, these third countries, they need more of this or more of that, and instead putting in place something that you can help for them. And that's really cool, because reusable yeah. um, menstrual cups and other sanitary products mm. have an amazing impact for, in a positive way.
2: Yeah, definitely, and then I guess hopefully the implication of those girls being able to get education and then that feeds back into the society and being able to, you know, more able for them to get jobs or
0: something like that yeah, as well. So exactly. it's the, the whole cycle. Because it doesn't just help the reusable cup story. It doesn't just help the environment, but it also mm. helps females because yeah. the sanitary pads and tampons that – um are still being used now is so dangerous for mm. your your you know your vaginal health yeah definitely around At- that. but it's not really learnt in schools you know this this type of thing um mm-hmm. which is a shame it does need to be taught more
2: yeah and I guess especially in areas that have large taboos surrounding menstruation I know in some um cultures sort of women still have to go away and be in a separate area yeah. when they are on their period yeah. um and then sort of some i know that some girls if they are menstruating and then they might not necessarily have access to a safe product so they use say an old rag and then mm, because of yeah. the taboos surrounding it they don't have they don't feel comfortable sort of cleaning it and so then once again that leads to health issues and it's just yeah really,
1: it's all connected, isn't it? And, mm. yeah, that's just one of the many ways, I suppose, that environmental issues are related to women's issues, are related to poverty and health and exactly. all of that. Mm.
0: Um, and education.
1: Yeah, and education, which is huge. So, yeah, that's really cool that you've um, done some research or learned about it and also done a bit to try and help um, because I feel like that's something that probably a lot of us could be doing for sure. Exactly,
0: And it's Mm. easy enough to be able to help as well. How is that going? Are you still um, doing that?
2: Yeah, I guess it's um, not as much now that I've moved down here and I'm doing studying and stuff as well. But um, I have sort of still been making a few moisturizing creams.
0: Cool, that's awesome. um, Do you have a website?
2: Sending them back what's that do you have a website or um an uh, where facebook people page can get in
0: contact
2: yeah i should probably sort of more set that up as well initially i was just doing it on how to do on the island with yeah. people who were visiting but oh, that true. would be a Is good so way
1: to nice. do it too yeah what do you make your creams with
2: um it's all natural ingredients so like beeswax and yeah. uh, essential oils and sweet almond oils so.
0: oh cool i love that well that i'll
1: sounds buy so one good there you go you have a customer
0: yeah <laughs> no that's awesome and it's something that i can um happily be a part of and be able to help mm. which is cool yeah, oh, no, you. That's okay. Yeah, I'd
1: definitely be keen as well. If you, obviously, if you have like the time or the ingredients, I don't know how accessible it is to get those ingredients down here. But um, mm. for sure, I reckon there's people that would be interested.
2: Yeah, I know, that's a good idea, sort of getting it out there again.
0: And yeah. Let's start a movement. Let's <laughs> do this. <laughs> it yeah. go. Yeah, that's what I love about this radio show as well. It's, um, other people Mm. our guests are able to you know talk more about their life but also about what they're doing and so Mm. we can Mm. kind of spread it a little and be able to help which is awesome because in turn it's helping all of us you know it's helping our environment our society um and us as as female as women as well which is what the show is mainly about
1: yeah so good to like hear the different ways that people are inspired to make change or learning about you know, the things that we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just because everyone does stuff differently and so it's really cool to hear yeah. all it's the different ways amazing. people move through the world.
2: Yeah, I guess, especially with media, we're often given all of these negative stories and it's quite Mm. cool to see what people are actually already doing yeah that's
0: true yeah and it's also a lot of people always talk about wanting to do this and wanting to do Mm. that but they never Mm. implement it or put plans in place um, to be able to do it they just talk about wanting to do it and it's it's really amazing in my opinion when I see people actually doing the work you know putting time aside to do this for a better cause um, bigger than ourselves bigger than themselves Mm. Um so yeah. yeah. I applaud you because that's that's really yeah. awesome.
1: It's so good. Mm,
0: thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess sort of going slightly different direction. Um what do you have any other hobbies? You've sort of talked about, um, I guess tramping and climbing and stuff. What what things do you like to do in your spare
2: time? Mm-mm. I guess um I think I mentioned you the other day, actually, but sort of uh, writing poetry and I reading guess. and just enjoying that aspect of things as well, I guess. That's really cool.
1: Is there a book or something that you're reading that you're really enjoying currently or have read in the past that you thought was really good?
2: Mm. Um, probably my favourite book would be The Night Circus. It's just Ooh. it has beautiful descriptions and it's really Who so was lovely. it by? Um Erin Morgenstrom,
0: I believe. Okay. The night circus. Mm.
1: I feel like it's it sounds familiar. I feel like maybe I've seen it like on a library bookshelf or something.
0: Mm.
2: And I guess aside from that, sort of doing some craft things as well, like I've been uh, knitting my mum a pair of gloves for her birthday. Oh so. nice!
1: You can't show her this until after her birthday. Then,
2: <laughs> true. I didn't think of it. That's all good.
1: Mm. What um are they like? I suppose they have their gloves with fingers on them.
2: Mm. Yes. <clears throat> well, the finger bits have yet to be knitted, but
1: just yes.
0: the idea. Yeah. <laughs> what um? You what colour That's, That's awesome. very cool. Yeah. What colour are you knitting them?
2: They're sort of a light blue colour and it's merino wool, which is very delicious. Nice. Oh, that'll be
0: very warm. She's a lucky Yeah, (laughs) dang.
1: Also, I'm impressed that you know how to knit gloves because I can knit like a scarf because it's just one long (laughs) thing, but gloves, goodness.
2: Yeah.
1: It takes a lot of patience and time. Where did you learn how to knit?
2: Uh, my grandmother taught me actually, which is really cool. Ooh, that's awesome. When I was about six, I started. To drink, so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that's yeah, beautiful. I think. Mm, I think the first item that I knitted was a nappy for a baby bird. <laughs> 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 so very that's useful, so cute.
0: <laughs>
1: that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, knitting and knitting <laughs> is such like a useful, practical skill as well, like gloves. You can always create so scarves. many beautiful
0: things with knitting, and so many reusable yeah. um, materials as well. Which is, mm. it's something that i am one of the talkers. I've wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to start doing and implement into my life, but we're not just talkers. I I am quite busy, and mm. I yeah. tend to do a lot of hobbies, and I know that um, it will take up a lot of time. And so I'm just leaving it to the side for now. But I'm glad mm. that I know someone. Yeah. If I need some help, I'll just give you a message.
1: Sounds <laughs> good. Have you ever knitted, like, a large thing? Like, I don't know, a jersey or something? Or, like, a poncho? Um,
2: I knitted myself sort of, like, a vest thing. Oh, nice. Maybe when I was 13 or so. <laughs> cool. So, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, do you make your own
1: patterns or do you usually find them online?
2: I have made these crazy little random <laughs> things that have been completely improvised. That's
1: so good. <laughs> and
2: especially, oh, I made this beanie for a friend that was like a yellow-eyed penguin. So I got yeah. the different colors Ooh. of wool and then knitted the pattern. It was pretty fun.
0: That's insane.
2: <laughs> that is. I wow, like- you must be really good. <laughs>
0: I just want to go back mm. um to the poetry and ask you um if you have a favorite um line um that you'd like to share. Mm. If that's, that's good your question. own or yeah, no, that's so good. um someone else's as well. Just something mm. that that has made an impact on you and you're like, that's actually really cool, that's beautiful, or I can relate to that. Mm. Um I guess
2: I haven't read heaps of poetry myself to be honest um but maybe I could share a line from one of my poems um so I wrote wrote this poem called Origami Crane and I guess it was sort of about I guess loving someone even if they sort of disappear somehow um but the last line of the poem was um, sort of talking about how the memory, the memory of this person, and then it was uh, gently folded within your heart like an origami crane. So sort of talking about, I guess, how we have memories of people and how they're really precious. That's
1: wow. so good.
0: I love poetry. That's so, I can
1: really like imagine that yeah. in
0: my head. And I love dream. I love how it affects us and it affects yeah. people in all different ways you know the one line that could you mm. know, have the same meaning to it it will affect people in all different ways and yeah. they'll, they'll take it on differently and apply it to their life and it's so different and it's beautiful how words mm. um, how much effect it has on us mm. it's so good yeah. thank you for sharing like,
2: that oh you're welcome I guess it's sort of the thing i like about poetry is how you can create something that is beautiful but you can also the best poems are the ones that are true so it's sort of mm, yeah. bringing out the truth and making it beautiful as well i guess
1: yep, yep. yeah so true well you've given us much to think about and i really having read yeah. one of your poems i know that you are a talented poetry writer and that it's <laughs> Yeah, it's true that the the true the ones that are true are some of the most beautiful ones, um, mm. but unfortunately we have to wrap up now. But before yes. we finish, and I forgot to men- just mention this before we started, um, Which we is always good, end so you don't with too much time yes, thinking about it. Um, with <laughs> we ask everyone the same question at the end, um, mm. and the question is if you could give some advice to a younger version of you and it could be Mm. you from, you know, like six year old you, or it could be you from like three days ago, Uh, what would it be? And what, yeah, which younger you would you give it to?
2: Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. I guess, um, sort of the first thing that comes to mind and I've sort of tried to incorporate into my life, So this would probably be to a relatively young (laughs) me. But that would be just to, like, grab the opportunities that you're given because Mm. they might not come back. So just, you know, if this amazing thing comes up, then, you know, university, school, whatever, that can wait if it's, like, something amazing like travelling to Europe or visiting family or... Yeah, so I guess just to grab hold of the awesome opportunities that you get
1: yeah yeah saying yes to things that's yes. so good mm. um, and sometimes um, it has the best most surprising outcomes
2: yeah 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 exactly and I guess the other thing would just be to sort of believe in yourself because yep. you know yeah. you're pretty mm-hmm. awesome <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, you we are. could always use more believing
0: yeah, mm. and it's also when you believe in yourself, even if you can't do it, it's that belief mm. itself that gives you so much more c- courage than you previously had before you said it. Mm. And I definitely yeah. believe in your previous one as well. Was take those opportunities because you know they only mm. come once in mm. a lifetime. Home will always be home. Your friends, you know, should hopefully always be your <laughs> friends, and your family will always be there. But that opportunity to travel or to mm. take that job or whatever it may be, you know, just take it, even if it's scary. Yeah, get out of your comfort zone. We've talked about that one. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. But I just want to say thank you so much for coming on. This has been a really wonderful conversation. It's super cool. Um, mm. and we've talked about a lot. Yeah, which is which, <laughs> which has been very beautiful and mind opening to me to be able to to start thinking about stuff that I can do to. Um, mm-hmm. start helping our society and our environment little by little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you.
1: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And thank you to everyone who's listened to this episode. We will be back in another fortnight with another one, with another special guest. Um, yeah. Ka kite. yeah.
0: Ka kite. Thank you, Mahina. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.